What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just too much lying and sugarcoating. And we bringing it to you raw and uncut. I just want to give people an in-depth look at, you know, at life in general. Yeah, we stand for something, and we stand for everybody. I think what separates myself and Jack is we've always just kept it real, kept it 100. And that's how we plan on approaching this podcast. All the smoke. We here, baby. Has officially started. Are you kidding me? Welcome. Trust me, like you always say. Trust me. Do me a favor, bro. Lick the corner Mm. of your mouth real quick. This shit's a little ashy. But we here, man. All the smoke. We made it happen, man. I can't believe it. I'm excited. I'm good. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, you cleaned up. Yeah. Hey, we here. God damn it. Well, I'm thinking about you might need to get a chapstick endorsement. I got one. This show. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I like. uh, But we here. Well, I'll tell you. I get it. How do we get it? How does it start, man? Smoking. Of course, as it should. All the smoke. We I think we was at smoke. our place, my place in the Bay, right? Your place yeah. in the Bay. And we were all just, the smoke. When we were talking about, you know, no, how you brought it up, how Fox and ESPN have been going, how you know, how how, how people have been loving what you were doing, loving what I was doing, and then it just yeah. made sense. The fact that we were making everybody show hot. And he was like, you know what would be dope? We did a show together. Oh, I'm like, shit. that would be dope. You know I'm down with it. You they my brother. They can't censor us. We can speak our mind freely and, say whatever and, not, we want. and not get in trouble. And you made it happen. Everything else is you and Showtime. We here, man. Shout out Showtime Sports, Shout out Showtime. man, for making that happen. You know, we got our little our little set as it continues to grow, man. Shout out. This is home. It's Inc. Home. One. Inc. One, man. You the man, One of the bro. most incredible murals I've ever seen. We'll get into that a little later. Making it feel like home. You know, yeah. this is the perfect mural for us. Like, yes, you know, sir. As I look at it, it's like the soundtrack to my life, all their music. They know? all so talk to us. perfect for us. They all talk to us. You know, I think the premise of this show is to keep it real and talk about you know, sports, but also life, culture, things that affect us, things that affect our children, our friends, our family, the world. And I think that's no, you know, better segment than to lead us into is to the China situation right now, which is uh, a poorly timed tweet. We're yet to see what the outcome is, but the outcome thus far hasn't been good. 
What are your thoughts with the, uh, you know, with the China situation and Maury and what LeBron said, and then where we are presently? Well, any anytime you facing a um, a question like that, regardless of what you say, somebody's going to take it wrong. I agree. Regardless of what side you stand on, somebody's going to take it wrong. When you know that you're in front of a camera a lot and things are thrown at you. You got to be prepared for things like this. It's hard for anybody on the outside looking in to have a the 100% interpretation of what Maury and what LeBron meant with what they said, right? We all heard it, but right. you know what I'm saying? What, me, there and what, what did they mean? Right, and like with LeBron, I can say I know LeBron. I don't know Maury. I know LeBron, and I know LeBron nine out of ten times. Well, fuck that. Ten out of ten times, what he's saying is coming from a good place because I know he cares about everybody. Just go to school. It's, mm-hmm. it's a kid for, from every race in the school. So when you confronted with a situation like that and you're not fully educated with everything that's going on and, 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 and the time frame of everything, the best response that I would give, would, would give to the answer is I love everybody. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's no way that anybody could answer that question the right way, you know what I'm saying? But saying I love everybody and being and try to be neutral as possible mm-hmm. because all of us on the outside looking in. Right. I think, you know, to the common fan, I don't think they understand the, you never want to sacrifice your morals and who you are, or what you stand for, what this country stands for, you know, for money. And I think obviously the financial aspect of this is the elephant in the room, so to speak. It's it's the most important Um thing that people kind of have to understand is how much money China brings in as a whole to the NBA mm-hmm. and how many fans, they're the biggest growing market. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, I heard that there was more fan, NBA fans in China than people in the, in America. It's crazy. It's insane. I think it's more people playing basketball, actually playing basketball. I believe it. Than it's, it's more people playing basketball there I believe than it. it's people here. You know, and as players, I was fortunate enough to go there two or three times, I think, and we go out there to put on a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we love the support. We went uh-huh. We went when we was uh, Golden State. Yeah, we love the support and, 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 and what everyone is about and uh, just how much they've educated themselves and, and they've grown our game. I mean, you got to realize, I think that, you know, the, the influx in, in China being a part of the NBA is the reason why contracts are so high today. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, that's why players are making what they're making and they're, they're taking summer China trips to um, promote their brands, promote their brands yeah. and whatever they're doing, you know. So, you know, when you touch on this, I personally think that no players shouldn't have talked. You don't hurt yourself by saying no comment. Yeah. You know, there was nothing. I, I didn't see a, a win-win or any kind of winning circumstance for, for LeBron even speaking, you know, and for him, who's been kind of the voice of players, you know, not only in the NBA, but overall of just being so outspoken on everything he's been, um, you know, outspoken on and, and stuff he believes in, what he's about. Like you said, I don't know him as well as you do, but I just know he, he means well. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people took it as he was protecting his money, so to speak. Protecting his investment, with, yeah. with, with what he came out and said. And to be honest with you, I understand that side of it because mm-hmm. like I said again people don't understand that the long term play in the business side you know and, and you and he could take heat for okay well you know you're so outspoken in America about stuff and then you're 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 somewhat bashing Maury and what Maury is standing up for 
you know, basically, I think we're all in agreement. Is, is you know, for 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 some of the points they're arguing, like we understand where we're pro people. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to see the best for everybody and everyone have a fair chance. So, I think that's kind of where Maury was coming from. But it was just a bad timing, which I understand. And even if you felt that way, maybe it's just something you hold on to. And I mean, that's hard for us to say because we speak whatever the fuck's on our mind. Yeah, you know but, what I mean, like, but like you say, it's 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 a it's a double edged sword because how could LeBron come out and say, okay? I'm gonna say something that's gonna affect how I take care of my family. That would be idiotic of him, right? Because no, nobody else is gonna give him the money he needs if he go broke and his investments fall. So he he has the right to protect that investment. But then you can have people on the other side saying, "So businesses, so businesses and money is more money important is than more, people." Right. You know what I mean? So it, you 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 you, no you never have the it. correct answer. It was you a know? no win. I love everybody. You love everybody. Yeah. And, you know, but that's the only answer that that you can come with a, with a, with a right. question like that. I love right. everybody. Right. You know, so it's really a, it's, it's a black eye right now for sports, but I think it's bigger than I think it's bigger than basketball now. I think this may have been over heightened because of you know the the the, the political climate we're in, and you know the the trade talks, the, the exchanges between China and the United States. So that's why I really feel this whole thing is above basketball now. You know, it's something that's going to have to be you know handled by the leaders of these countries. But I think someone else you know that kind of can also be instrumental in. Um, kind of helping put this fire out is the Tasai family, the family that just took over the Nets. Mm-hmm. First family from, uh, you know, China to, to own a professional team in the NBA. And uh, I got a chance to meet them, meet the family. Um, and, and they invest in uh, a business uh, that I have. Just a great, great bunch of people. And, you know, I really, you know, they, they sought me out. They, I went out to San Diego last year to kind of help them strategize because they really kind of wanted to give the Nets a, a facelift, so to speak, and really get their players um, intertwined with the China market. You know what I mean? Because they understand coming from there how huge that market is and what it bases. So they, you know, they wanted to put a game plan for their players to get out there and uh, be more visible out there. And um, I think this is this is a, a family that could possibly help put the fire out because mm-hmm. you know they understand both sides. They're here now as as, as an NBA owner, and. Um, you know, hopefully they can help, you know, bring this resolution. I think obviously with time helps everything. I think it's really bigger than basketball at this point. And, you know, the best thing would be for, you know, kind of just players to leave it alone, you and, know. And at the end of the day, it's everything is just a conversation. You know, like one thing about how we're going to separate ourselves from any other show is that we understand as men, we can have a million discussions, but the respect never changes if we disagree. You know what I mean? And that's a big problem with this world. Hmm. We feel like we have to agree on every fucking thing. Like everything is a conversation. And if the true meaning of respect is if when you can disagree with somebody on the topic and respect what they're saying, but disagree. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And to, when we can come to that point, that'll be able to fix a lot of things. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, like I said, with the, the season right around the corner and... Um, the effect of of uh, of the market, like I said, I I think the thing that'll be affected most, obviously, is the financial aspect of the game. You know, with 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 China really buying in, and 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 I want to say they just paid one point five billion. Uh, was it ten cent? Ten cent uh, to, to to stream NBA games out there. Uh, you know what I mean? So this puts a this puts a. There's a lot of money at stake here, and I they think already when, said they're not streaming the Rockets anything from the Rockets. Yeah. One point five billion dollars streaming deal with the NBA, mm. and um, 
you know, like I said, it, it puts a lot of things in jeopardy. Um, like I said, normally you wouldn't want to sacrifice, uh, you know, what you stand for, principles, morals, all that kind of situation. But this is, like I said, I'm even even discussing it right now. You Like you get stuck between a rock and a hard place. But I know the business of basketball and the business of the NBA and what makes our game great, the platform we have to speak and freely and, 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 and stand behind the things we want to and the things we don't want to. But like I said, you know, the, the it's out there now. It's said and really, as a you know, there's no there, there's nothing to be gained from anyone else really talking about it. You know, so right. hopefully things can, can can die down and we come to some sort of resolution. Because at the end of the day, with you know, as players, we wanted to put on a show for our fans, and I think the fans appreciate that and love that for uh, love us for that and want to continue to support us. So don't fall for the bait. I mean. Ask somebody who really know what's going on that's, that's in the trenches, you know what I mean, that's, that's involved in it. Don't ask Mario or nobody. Else. See, the media's good. Don't fall for the bait. I'm not going to ask somebody who went broke on how to save money. Like, ask people who can give you an educated question, I mean, an educated answer on the question. And don't be, and if you've been around the media long enough, you should be ready for shit like that. Like, don't just blurt shit out. Point blank. And that'll save a lot of the bullshit we talking about now. Time and place. Everything's timing. The NBA season is right around the corner. Can't wait. To me, this is uh, this season has the most parity I think we've seen in a long time. It's been a, a warrior. Parity. Hold on. Now you know. I don't care if we're on camera or not. What is parity? Explain parity. Give me a definition. Uh, you know, some words I, might I can't not give you the complete definition, but I yeah. think it's a level playing field. You can't like, be using too many big words. It's me okay. you talking to. I'm not Ti. Ti though, just yeah, I know all over all the, the time place. Shit just bounce off your teeth and your forehead. But. <laughs> I'm going to give you some words every once in a while, and then I'll give you what I think the word means. It okay. might not even mean the same shit. All right. Well, you can help me understand, though. Yeah, I got you, bro. You know all I got right. you. But uh, like I said, I just think, you know, the Warriors had their dynasty run. Uh, KD gets hurt. KD leaves. Clay gets hurt. Where does that leave them? Uh, LeBron and AD. Best twosome in the league? Yeah. I Best mean, duo? the sky's the limit for them. I, I don't see anybody beating them if they can stay healthy and the supporting cast do what they're supposed to do. It's, it's exciting, man. But then again... As I say that, the best defensive team in the league that I see, they're Clippers. in the same building. Clippers. And Clippers. I can't I can't just count them out. So Clippers. this is an exciting season. Does I'm, Russ does Russ work with James? I think so. I think so too. I think so too. What is what does Mike Conley bring to to, to the backcourt of Utah? You Donovan know? Mitchell can be a, a a stronger version of D Wade. He can. That's a good call. I like that. Shooting guard, he, he can score now. I don't I have like to worry that. about making plays. That's going to be special. Pelicans. They're going to be entertaining, me. but I don't know about winning too much. Uh, see, They're going to be entertaining. I disagree with you because I think they have a good mix of young players, veterans, and, and role players. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think the fact that they play hard as a motherfucker. Alvin Gentry has that up and down style and pace, and they have a, like they have really talented players. So you know, obviously the West is, the West is going to be the West. You know, Sacramento's also good. I think Dallas, Dallas with the you know with with their uh, Luca and uh, what's his name? Come uh, on, man, the unicorn. The unicorn. I forgot his name. Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis. Yes. He's a stone cold killer. So I mean, are they? Are, I, I think, like them two together. Though. I think they're on the outside looking in. I think they're one piece from being in that Western Conference mix. I think they have that piece. Ooh. I think it's going to be a good year for Steph Curry. For Steph Curry. Steph Curry. So, yeah. I think it's going to be a good year for him. I like that. He's he stepped. I think he really stepped into his own during the playoffs. He got really his money. Up. Got married. Yeah. It's going down. Steph Curry. That's a lot of pressure on Arsenal. Excuse me, Seth. Damn, yeah. Seth, that's a lot of pressure on A lot on of you, pressure on him. A lot of pressure. The thing that I, 
I, I love the Lakers because I've been critical of uh, of Lakers management with the the debacle and the Magic Johnson stuff and who's in charge, who's calling the shots. Hmm. But they put a hell Wrong. of a they they put a hell of a roster together. Yeah, they did. They a did a good a job. I mean, they no telling what rules they broke, all the shit they had to do to, to get to this point. I mean, look, you know, LeBron turned his back on his team and all kind of shit happened last year yeah. with the Lakers, you know, to get to this point. So they, they they made a lot of sacrifices and they stirred up the pot a lot just to get AD. They they kind of like forced it. Okay. But, it, but, but it's going to work though. But that's what I'm saying. With that saying, you have them at, at, you know, you have them top team in the West, don't you? Yes, because Anthony Davis is Tim Duncan on steroids to me. If Tim Duncan was athletic, he would be Anthony Davis. Someone you play with, no Yeah, Tim Duncan's well. best power foil ever. Um, my favorite, the best team that I played with, you know what I mean? You was all right. Uh-huh. Uh, but you wasn't Tim Duncan. No. Nah, right. No way. It could but be. Uh, Tim was special, but AD can shoot threes. He can. He's way more athletic than Tim. If he can stay healthy with LeBron being who he is, with LeBron being having uh, opportunities to come off the ball and let Rondo facilitate the offense and they both play pick and roll with AD and LeBron, it can be special, man. I just want to know what the supporting cast is going to do. They got the coaches. Jay Kidd is a great coach to have over there to talk to those guys when they get to Oregon and acting like little yeah. girls and shit like that. Frank he Vogel can put, is Yeah, they can put a band-aid on Who all else that. They got? they got Lionel Hollins, don't they? They got, a, they got a good staff. Experienced coaches. And then they got experienced role players, though, too. You know, Danny Green is a is a, is a, is a champion, a two-time champion. They yep. got JaVale McGee. I think Dwight Howard has, this is his last yes. chance, and I think he knows that. So I think he's going to come out really focused. The person I'm really interested in seeing if he can bounce back is Avery Bradley. Because he could be a huge part. If you think about Boston, they need that stopper. If you think about that Boston Avery Bradley, where he was a stopper, but he was also knocking down and taking big shots. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think the last few years with the Clippers being injured and in and out of the rotation, you know, people forgot about him. But I think he could be a big piece. You know, he call, has to be that stopper though, because they yeah, the who else yeah, playing yeah. defense? Kuzma, I think Kuz, you know, Kuz is kind of like a little brother to me. And, and I told him that's kind of the next step in his game. Kind of look like. <laughs> I think the next step in his game is 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 really taking on that defensive challenge, being that 6'9". Uh, is he 6'9"? He's big. He's bigger than me. Wow. Long, too. But, you know, have that Paul George mentality where you right. can go both ways. Right. Because he's talented enough to do that. So I think that's going to be a big step. But I like the Lakers. But to me, defense win championships. The Clippers, they the got Clippers, it. The Clippers have a team that Clippers have a team that had bought in last year, completely bought in. They didn't really have a superstar, but they had a bunch of talent. They had a lot of talent, and everybody knew their roles. And that's you know, I think that's a big shout out to Doc because that's one thing I took from Doc, uh, from playing with Doc was he was you know big on know your role. You know, everyone has a role. Be a star in your role. Play mm-hmm. your role. And I think that's definitely what that Clipper team did. They're unique because the Clipper team is the only team that can dominate in the NBA. And that same team, you could take them to any park in the United States and, and, and they won't back down. No, they'll they'll win. No. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those teams. They got it all. It just depends on how they gel. Health, of course. I think health is more than how they gel. I think they will gel because to me, you add Paul George and, and uh, Kawhi and they're two selfless superstars, two selfless two-way players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Guys don't don't say much. They just go out there and play hard, and that's what that team, that's that's kind of a blue-collar, hard-working team. Montrez, Patrick Bailey, all the type Lou, of guys that team Lou players, Will, they're going to play you know, for each other, Mo, yeah. Mo Harkless, like they got a real talented team. Uh, Zubats, mm-hmm. you know, who they, they pretty much got for nothing. Um, but to me, I, I really like the clip. Like I said, Doc is, they have Doc back being just the head coach, and that's what he's great at. You know, when I was with the Clippers and things got a little dicey, Doc had a lot of different hats he was wearing. So, mm-hmm. you know, the shit on the court, you know, we had a little bit of slippage there. But Doc is back being one of the elite coaches, 
management, you know, with Jerry West Consulting and Lawrence Frank. That and, was a big help. And the GM, it's huge. The logo. And then, and then, and then the, uh, you know, then then Balmer. Balmer, one of the best owners in sports, is all team and building him a new arena with his money. And, what is he on? Life. I gotta be life. He on something that's just his life, man. He wakes up. He's he's his energy is incredible. Yeah, it is. But um, shout out to him though. I love his energy. What's up? I'm John Wall and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime. Do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I think what's what's going to be big about this year is there's been so much movement in you know, in free agency and, and big draft picks are going to be able to make an impact this year. The biggest thing that people don't understand is teams always look good on paper. You know, you can have a hell of a name, you know, roster on paper, but chemistry is what sets teams apart. And and me playing on some pretty special teams that chemistry was incredible, I saw that. Um, so, you know, that's what, like I said, that's what kind of can the Lakers get their chemistry right. I think the Clippers can because they're adding two different kind of players, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the, the, the same mindset, same go. You know, Mike Conley is someone that doesn't, you know what I mean? He comes in and does his job. So like I said, there's a lot of movement with guys that came into situations that I think chemistry is is going to be the key for their success. Yeah, chemistry is a big part. I remember when I when I left Golden State and went to Charlotte, 
they had, I was the only person to come to this team and was able to get to the playoffs the first year there and get swept by y'all. Is that when we beat round. the brakes yeah. off you guys y'all in Orlando? in the first round. Mm-hmm. Jameer had 19 points in the first quarter, the first three games, and Dwight was everything. Dwight? Dwight was everything. I forgot how good Dwight was, man. Dwight it's was crazy. Cause I, so when I was playing with Dwight in uh, Orlando in 2009, he was the leading vote getter in the, in, in the NBA with yeah. LeBron, with Kobe, with KD, with you name them. Le- Dwight was the number one vote getter. And when I tell you like a healthy Orlando a Dwight, still. no question. But there wasn't a more active, move your feet, block shots, rebound, hold down that paint guy I played with. Uh, wow. You know, I, I played, I, I got Shaq on the back end of his career, but Shaq dominated the paint on the defensive end like that as well. But Dwight was fucking incredible. If he can show a sign of that this year, that'll be great. But to touch back on chemistry, I think that that's important because, like I said, I got to that team the first year. And when you put yourself in a position where you plan for your teammates, when you put yourself in a position where you put your personal gains second, you know, and, and everything is about buying in for the team, that's when the chemistry comes together. But I've seen teams with all the talent in the world, guys have their personal gains. One guy don't like this guy because of how he dressed. They have no chemistry, but have all the have all the talent in the world. But the chemistry is keeping them from being great. That means everything. I remember when we went to go when I came to Golden State. You know, I was I, I was suspended the first seven games, but when I got to play, it just it just gelled because That's we true. all were journeymen. You know, we we all had a lot to prove. We all had bounced around, but we all knew, hey, motherfuckers say we can play, but we know we can play. You know what I mean, and that chemistry, playing for each other, knowing that we had, to, we was able to do something special, and knowing that I that I fucked with everybody on the team, everybody was yeah. my brothers. Right. You know that chemistry alone That's was the reason why we was able to make history. There's no question. Uh, I mean, chemistry. I've I've been on. You know that Clipper team can arguably say probably uh, a huge disappointment when I look back now. Now that I'm you know finally done playing, I can look back on my career and I say what a wasted. Um, Opportunity. I had that everything. Team, we had that starting five was crazy, and then we even had a bit. And our bench was crazy. You know what I mean? And I think that's perfect. Where you know when you saw our on the chemistry on the court chemistry clicking, it was you know we created you know a uh, Lob City, mm-hmm. the best show on TV, and and we were the team that was beating the Warriors right up until they started their dynasty. You know what I mean? But I think the one thing that <clears throat> got in the way was was off the court chemistry. I think. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, we were headbutting each other. You know, there was little beefs and rifts within the team, and you know, rifts between players and coaches. And the only argument we have after games is who house are we smoking at? Whose house are we smoking at? That's the only argument we have. And what are we eating? Right, exactly. Because BD, you know, be BD was on some shit. But 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 Pac was with us. And big and big and big. Shout out Baron Davis. Yeah. Um, but then you know, for me to go from that team where we should have definitely won a championship, and then my last year when I got a chance to play with Golden State, where you bring KD in and and you have Clay and you have Steph and Draymond and Iguodala, Sean Livingston, David West, everyone just the, the, the egos didn't matter. Everyone left mm-hmm. their egos at the door and were really was what what was best for the the team what was and that was what was best for each individual you know like i said their ultimate goal was to win you know everyone had to take a step back including kd you know mm-hmm. steph took a step back everyone had to kind of take a step back for the greater good of the team and they did that and, and they had a dynasty run mm-hmm. you know so that's why this this chemistry like i said there was so much move, uh, you know action and movement in free agency 
that you know putting these teams together on paper is great, but you got to have that chemistry, and uh, you know that stuff that you build in the preseason and and just hanging around each other on and off the court and 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 see if you, the pieces fit. Buying in, you know, like San Antonio, people don't San Antonio never have just big stars or the face of the league, but they're always in the thick of things. They're always hanging around because Pop forces players. If you're gonna be a part of this Spurs organization, you're gonna buy in, you're gonna play your role, and you're gonna do what's best for the team. And that's why they always win. That's why they're always in the thick of things. If you look at the last 10 years, how many seasons, how many teams have more 50 win seasons than mm, the Spurs? Come so on, they're, they're a plug and says a lot. It's about winning. They're a plug and play system, you know, similar to the Patriots. Yep. You know. But let's jump over to the East. That to me, the the most intriguing team over there is the Sixers. You know, to lose a talented player, which you know very well, Jimmy Butler to Miami, to gain a veteran uh, ultimate pro in Al, Her- or Al Horford. You know, they lost JJ. They got, uh, who else did they pick up? Kid from Miami. Yep, Richards. Richardson. Uh, they, ma- they, they they gave, I don't know if he got max, but they gave Tobias Harris a really good contract. Nice contract. You know, Ben Simmons. I, I, he was someone I followed. Um, just actually just talked to him recently, too. Someone I followed all summer via, you know, in Instagram, and he really looked impressive, and he was out there shooting like he wasn't thinking about it. And, and if he's someone that, you know, develops just a little bit of jumper this the, the, this year and continuing to build on it, you know, they're a scary team. Uh, and then not to mention the most talented big in the game, you know, him and AD. I mean, he's a true center. AD is a power forward, but I'd say just straight big in the game. I would take... I would take him over Nokic and, and and whoever to me. Embiid is the the most talented big guy in the game. With the, by with, far to me, with Demarcus's uh, you know bad luck and injuries. What you think about them? Who's gonna who's gonna be the player they go to? They can go to down the stretch during the clutch. The the, the, the position that Jimmy was in last year. I mean, that's gonna be a, that's that's the big question for them. But I think for them to be successful, they're gonna have to go to that Spurs Tim Duncan, David Robinson, just bang it inside the whole game, throw it inside, play through your big guys. Uh, and and try to find out who your shooter's gonna be, because those two gonna Horford and B gonna get doubled a lot. Mm-hmm. You got to find out who your shooter's gonna be. They gonna be tricky. I mean, we seen we seen Simmons shoot a lot of jumpers, but me as you know, a lot of people can make yeah, lights come on. A lot of people can make jumpers in LA Fitness, but and a lot of people can make jumpers in the first quarter of an NBA game, but can't make them in the fourth. Right. Some of the best shooters can make them in the first quarter, can't make them in the fourth. So. I want I want to see him do it in games. I just I, I really want to see what Milwaukee's going to do. You know, I really want to see what Milwaukee's going to do. They could I, be special, man. I think losing Brogdon was big. It was it was big, but they add, they added some they added something too now. They could be, you know, obviously Milwaukee, I think uh Antetokounmpo, you know, being the the MVP, it's crazy to think that an MVP still has more to prove or, or still to uh, more to prove on, but I think he even knows that you know, he was exposed um, on the offensive side of the ball, once Kawhi put them clamps because Kawhi wasn't allowing him to get his easy uh, his his buckets in the paint. So I know he's going to come out with an, uh, with a vengeance this year. Teams are going to have to take a reckon to him. You know. Yeah, I like Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee a lot. Celtics losing Ronda. Or, Kyrie. Ronda win, Leah, losing Kyrie. Yeah. Um, you know, this is really on the young guys now. You know what I mean? You bring how they want, That's how they wanted it, though. Right. Low key, this is how they wanted it. There's no question. They wanted to rely more on those two young guards, Tatum and Brown. They wanted to rely on them, too. You, you, got, you got the young poor guard for Charlotte coming in. He's Kimba. Kimba is a problem. Uh, I want to know how he can come into a more facilitating role. 
You know, that that's going to be new for him because he's coming from scoring all day long mm-hmm. in Charlotte, which they're going to need him to score a little bit. Yeah, pick but, and choose the spots. But they really want to see, you know, what, what what those other guys do along with Haywood. Gordon Haywood, right. Gordon Haywood, I think this is going to be a, a good year for him. I think a bounce back year because people forgot how good he was. And then the, the, He the, showed a lot of signs last yeah, year, too. He showed flashes, but the level of injury, you know what I mean? It took Paul George a good year, year and a half to get back to, you know, who he was. And I think this will be that year. Uh, for Gordon Haywood. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. The my hamstring hurting. I'm crazy, right? Yeah, I'm don't even trying to touch my toes. I can imagine breaking my ankle and leg and trying to show. Oh man, mm, shouts out to them boys, man. They bounce back and looking better than ever. What do you think about uh, the Nets? I don't think about them until KD get back. Okay. Like I love, I love DJ. I love Kyrie. Like it's gonna be entertaining to watch. But that's not what we gonna. That's not the full picture. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we that's not the that's not what we're expecting from them. We know Katie's coming back in the season. And um that's what we're looking forward to see. Obviously these guys can still make some noise. We know they're gonna compete. We know Kyrie and 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 and, and Brooklyn ain't gonna lay down, but at the same time, I don't have high expectations. They got some talent over there with with, with Levert and Dinwiddie and um what's the young kid's name that came from um Baylor? Torian Prince. Torian Prince. He's a dog. Like yeah, they I got like Torian Prince. They got some talent, man, and I think obviously they're in the mix to you know, you could talk about, you know, a possibly win the West or Eastern Conference when KD returns, but right now it'll be interesting to see if, if you know, who's the leader on the team? Kyrie. But Kyrie, I don't you know, Kyrie is saw in Boston that, that he, his him being the leader didn't really work. It didn't work there. It I has to work here. I think he took notes, obviously, and saw, you know, we, he can improve on uh, from a leadership standpoint. As soon as he signed with Brooklyn, everybody in the organization knew this is Kyrie and KD's team. Right. Wasn't no question about it. Right. Everybody that's been there that has success last year, all but that's has the best. Pl- the best player doesn't always have to be or isn't always the leader of the team, though. True. You know what I mean? I agree so, with that. Is it, a, is it a Dinwiddie? You know, is he someone that they look to for vet leadership? You know, DeAndre's got years in the league now. I think he'll be the backbone. DJ be the backbone of the team. See, DJ was an interesting pickup to me with them because they had, you know, success with the young uh, center that they had before. KD's going to be the vocal guy. Well, you know, KD's going to be the vocal guy. Kyrie's going to be the guy to keep him, you know, in tune on court. DJ's going to be the backbone, but... It's not going to be what we expect and what we want to see until, Still some time. until Snipe get back, man. Still Shout out to Snipe, time. man. Get back, get back soon, man. Get back well. Get back soon, my brother. Let's jump to Golden State. For the, first, for the first time, Golden State is a tricky team. For the first time in a long time, you know, they're not the favorites. And, and you know, you hear some people even saying that they're not going to make the playoffs. Struggling to make the playoffs. What do you think about that? I mean, it's just, I love Steph. I think Steph has changed the game. You know, you put him in the category with AI, you know, guys who really changed. I'm talking about really changed the game. You know, trendsetter. Steph is in that category. Definitely. But hmm, that team is a different team without Klay Thompson. I'm sorry. People underrate Klay Thompson. They don't speak about him enough, don't give him his props. He's been one of the best two-way players in the game. For a long time. We know because we are two-way players, Mm -hmm. and that's why Klay has my respect. Without Klay... It's going to be difficult. It's tough to say without, you know, if even losing KD with a healthy clay, if they could have, you know, won that game six and then gone in Toronto and uh, won game seven. You know, I definitely think, like you said, clay is a huge piece of that team. It was winning game six if clay was staying healthy. They yeah. was winning game six. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, the addition of D'Angelo Russell, you know, who's, a, who's an emerging young star mm-hmm. um, in the Eastern Conference, um, someone who can do it all on the offensive end. Um the Warriors are a team to me, like I said, I think they're not worried about 
chasing down the top seed in the West. I think it's all about being in the thick of things, preservation, and understanding this is a marathon. They, mm -hmm. They've been there, you know. They're not favored. Like I said, they're the, they're an underdog for the first time in a long time. And I think, uh, you know, I think Draymond is going to make sure they realize that the entire season. And it's going to be something where, you know, Clay gets back in February, March, and I think they're starting to hit all cylinders into March, April, and going to be a scary, scary first-round opponent for whoever they play. They're younger, too. And, yeah. you know, Steph's the oldest on the team. Yeah. At, what, 31, 32? Yeah, and, and where, where, where they went young, Carly Stein. Uh, mm -hmm. They went with young, younger uh, with, with Chris mm -hmm. from uh, Phoenix. They got him now. So the big guys that they need to run it, to run up and down the court, protect the Catch rim, lobs, rebound. Right. They're young. They got energy. Marquise Chris it's and Willie Carly Stein are two really good pickups. Really good pickups. So I see, I have them in the thick of things. I think they're going to be interesting. Houston. Houston. Man, I, I see that working. I mean, I, I see two guys that love playing with each other, that love playing basketball, that love working out, both from California. I and they're real friends. They're like, exactly. It's different. Like, we had that kind of friendship on Golden we State know, where yeah. people know, like, when you really fuck with the dude sitting next to you, it's a different. You're really willing to sacrifice any and everything for the greater good of the, the situation. And I think they're coming out and saying the right things. Obviously, the individual accolades, they want them all. That shit don't matter no more. You know, to me, what people forget about Houston is they just happened to run into a dynasty. They ran into the Warriors. And they lost Trevor Ariza. That was big. Huge though. loss. Huge, huge loss. Someone that, you know, someone that's not spoke on, but some that, as players, we knew how important he was to that team. And the, and, the, and the team knew how important. The players knew on that team how important he was. Yep. But they played with his money and he had to bounce. But like I said, they just happened to run into Golden State. You know what I mean? So to me, you, 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 you move Chris Paul, you bring in Russell Westbrook. Can it work? And and I and I'm with you. I think it can. Add a triple double to James Harden. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna work. It's but gonna one work. thing about the you know the one thing about sacrifice that I realized in playing on you know with Golden State and people are willing to sacrifice when you win it. Yes. But what if they hit a you know a, a tough a tough skid? Uh, you know James was amazing last year because he brought them out of the toilet and and but brought they them back to because run. him and Chris didn't have the relationship. Him and James see when we went through. When I first came back in Golden State, we went through a tough little Battle phase, too. But the last end of the season, we went 18 out of 21. We gelled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, you, you're going to have some rough patches, but that's when being a real friend, being a brother, you don't, you, you don't, you don't hold on to that shit. You know what I'm saying? You lose a game, okay, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You depend on your brothers. You gel more on the court. You find a way to get through it without becoming a cancer or, or without demeaning your teammates in the media and shit like that. You find a way internally like we did. You know what I mean? But but when you're real friends, it's easier to do that. It's definitely, definitely. I completely agree. And that's, like I said, that goes back to that chemistry. You know what I mean? Like that chemistry is is key to success, not only in basketball, but any sport. And we didn't work out in the summer times together. We didn't meet up and work out. We just knew when it came we to the season time. We spent time together in the season, but, I mean, in the off season, but we didn't work out, meet up at the gym, let's do this. We didn't do that but because but we knew when the season came, it's time to work. And I'm not, I'm not out there playing for myself. I got seven, eight guys that I really love, that I really consider my brother, that I might have planned for too, because we all eating from this shit. So I'm gonna give my all for them. And if a lot of a lot of guys won't understand that today, because they didn't grow up in the AAU circuit like we did. The AAU circuit is different now. Way different. You know what I'm saying? We had a lot to prove. You know, I, I remember. You know, definitely, I would have never played AAU, but if it wasn't for Josh Pastner, he's actually the coach of Georgia Tech right now. A little white kid pulled up in the neighborhood put up to the projects and, and hopped out the car while, and I had no idea who he was. I was actually worried about him because we all thought he was the cops. You know, any white kid pull up in our neighborhood at that time, you the police. Thought he was about to slap you down. He was the same age with me. 
And he pulled pulled up in the white Land Cruiser. I remember this like yesterday. And it's like, I want you to play on my my AAU team. I'm looking at him like, yeah, right. You got an AAU team. We all laughing. I got probably got a blunt in my hand. Like, you don't have no AAU team. Like, I'm telling you, I'll, pick, I'll come down here and pick you up from Houston every day for practice. And it changed my life. Because instead of me hanging out on the park, smoking weed, playing basketball, I was actually playing basketball in a positive environment, learning how to play the game. Mm-hmm. was able to travel. So, you know, like, and I had to earn that though. You know what I'm saying? I had to earn everything. Yeah. It's different now. Now these kids, you can buy your way on an AAU team. You can buy your way on a on a, on a, on, a, on a big team just to be on just to be seen with other players that's going somewhere you're not going. So it's Crazy. it's totally different now. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I love the way we had to come up and how we had to earn everything because if we didn't have the attitude, we wouldn't have beat that one seed. Uh, no. In there's the first no round question. of playoffs. No, there's no question. It's a different mentality, different grind. But the, with that said, kids today are, are talented as fuck and skilled as fuck. You know what I mean? Well, like I, I said, well, I didn't know nothing about protein shakes in high middle mm, school. I'd have been drinking no. creatine and all that too if I'd have known. <laughs> but I mean, as far <laughs> as athleticism and skill-wise, <laughs> this newer, younger generation, I think, benefited from, this YouTube generation has really benefited from seeing, you know, day-to-day stuff uh, at the palm of their hand and really working on their game. But oh, we got off course. Back to the, to, to the. We're uh, lucky. Fuck that. Real lucky it wasn't social media when we were playing. It would have been around. Fuck no, we wouldn't have made it four or five years. It would have been over been with. Trouble. If if the world the, saw that, what could we not were doing. be televised. No. What a phone? So well, we would no, no way. Uh-huh. That was true. We, we got to get, get we got to get to a whole we believe segment. We got to make a documentary like a, or some shit out of that. That shit would be crazy. Unbelievable. But anyway, back now. Let's let's let's. I really like this team. This is a team that. Is similar to, to to Utah, or excuse me, similar to San Antonio. Just a, a great system. Head coach Quinn Snyder, uh, a, a program where people just plug in and, and do and play the right way. And I think adding uh, Mike Conley is going to be huge for them. A former teammate of mine in uh, Memphis, one of the most talented point guards to to never make all. He's never made an All Star. I don't think has he? Has Mike Conley ever been All Star? Don't matter. He got. He got all star game money. and all star sick money. Ching ching, <laughs> he got that. You know, and then and, 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 and Bob Bogdanovich. I don't want to murder his last name, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a huge pickup, a stretch four. Um, Donovan Mitchell is going to get to they're be. They're going to be so scary, dog. They're going to be a really good team. This probably be the scariest team. Like just, I, like we was talking about earlier, just having him to be able to just focus on scoring and being a shooting guard at that size. You have one of the best point guards with you right now. You don't have to even think about making a play. You don't have to think about getting a uh, big fella in this spot. All you have to do is think about being a shoe guard. But and- even with that, with, I think with that pressure on him, that's where he's going to be able to make more plays and more be more creative because yeah. it's not his, like, he doesn't have to stress off, damn, I got to make a play or do I score? And Mike Conley someone that makes plays and scores. You know what I mean? So he really has a good running mate right there. Um, you know, O'Neal should have a big year. The two-time defensive player of the year in Gobert. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah is going to be a really scary team. Um this year in the West. Last but not least, the Pelicans. Pelicans are going to be... They're going to be super entertaining. You're going to love to watch them. But you think we they're, know they're not going to be there at the end of the season when we're talking about championships. No, now, not championships, a, but I think they take baby steps. Do you think that they're a team that can make the playoffs? They're not making the playoffs. Here goes our top eight playoff choices in the East. I got the Bucks one, 76ers, two. Pacers three, Celtics four, mm. Pistons. 
I like the addition of Derrick Rose. Shout out Rose. Joe Johnson's big three, homie. Uh, you know, I hope Joe gets a shot. He's something to really help him. You know, I think Blake Griffin is back to playing Blake Griffin I played with on the Clippers. Uh, love with him. You know, Drummond's a big fella. He's a, he's a great comedian, by the way. Shout Blake out is funny. Blake. Blake is funny, bro. Blake is funny. and it's, uh, We talk about Blake later. But anyway, six, Orlando Magic. You know, they've steadily been putting a solid team together. I hope, what's the young boy's name? The the, the number one pick, Markel. Yeah, Markel uh, Fultz. You know, I hope he gets Gordon. a chance. Gordon. I like Gordon. Man. Gordon a lot. You know, they got uh, they, they got a lot of talent over there. Someone that gave, you know, Toronto a scare in the first round last year. Miami Heat with your boy Jimmy Butler. I Jimmy Beazle. I got them at seven. I think if they can somehow get a Bradley Beal or, or, or Chris Paul, Mm, I think that I like puts CP. them. That puts them, you know, right in the thick of things in the Eastern Conference. And I think, last but not least, the Nets. You know, minus KD, I still think they uh, they got enough talent uh, to, to to make the playoffs. I'm gonna go with the. I got the Bucks number one. I think you know they got the experience, they got the coaching. I think they know where they slipped up last year, and without having Kawhi, I don't see nobody really seeing them. Uh, and to Kawhi uh, leaving Toronto, I don't think anybody's seeing the Bucks. I got the 76 to two. Uh, if they can create that David Robinson, Tim Duncan style of play there with having those dominant big men and Ben Simmons can start shooting the jumper like he was shooting this summer, they're going to be real scary. They can easily slide to number one in the East. I agree. Uh, Celtics, I want to see how they're going to gel. Finally got the two young guys, Brown and Tatum. It's their team to see what they can do. Adding Kimba. Um, I don't Marcus know how they're going to be on defense. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. I don't know how they're going to be def- defensively as a team. But they're wanna, young. You know, with young teams, you can you can buy in. You know, I think sometimes older players are, are, are labeled that they don't do this, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. But this team is still young enough to buy into understanding that you know defense. If we play defense, we're going to have a chance to come out. You know, have they, a chance to come they out. They definitely have time. They definitely have time. Uh, we're just going to see if they can come together defensively. Like, and who's going to be the star of that team, the vocal guy on that team? Four. I got Heat. I think. Ooh. I think Jimmy Butler. Four? I love Jimmy Butler there. I love what he did in Philadelphia. I think he can do that for Miami this season. I think he can really be that leader, that big shot maker. And 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 that that attitude can just travel over to everybody on that team. You know? I think he embodies Chris Paul too. Yeah, nice. He embodies, I mean, he's a blue collar superstar. You know, mm-hmm. he embodies what, you know, that organization is about. So you have him high, you have high big beliefs at yeah. that four. I'm rocking with Jimmy. Five, I got the Pacers. Oladipo come back healthy. No telling what they can do. They got I, uh, Brogdon now. I like Brogdon. Uh-huh. You know he's solid. Uh, former Rookie of the Year. Uh-huh. You know I just I just I just know the way Oladipo plays. I know how hungry he is. They play hard. You know what I mean. And I know hard. how he was playing before he got hurt. Uh-huh. You know I'm excited to see that Pistons. Uh, I got him at six. Derrick Rose. On a resurgence, he, he he's he's balling. He back. I think he's hungry. He's gonna have a big chip on his shoulder this year. Blake gonna be healthy. Big cat. And they brought my boy in, Joe Johnson, from the big three. Shout out to Joe Johnson. I hope he gets a chance, you know, because I think Joe still has game. I think he got, you know, caught up in a situation in Houston where he didn't play in the playoffs. And when you get older and you don't play in the playoffs, I think other teams figure you're done. Mm-hmm. But Joe still had game. Obviously, oh, it's he, obvious he ain't done. I battled uh, with him in the championship no, game. He I for saw, sure ain't I done. I saw Joe. Yes, he definitely so, ain't done. I hope done. he gets a chance over there. Shout out to the Pistons at six. I got seven. I got the Magic, man. I think those young guys. You know, they hungry. They always fighting around. Last couple of years, they was fighting around for the playoff spot. I think the experience, I think Gordon is going to come into his own again this year, be an all-star. Uh, I see them at seven. And eight Raptors, even though, you know, they lost Kawhi. I left the Raptors off my list. Experience. Yeah. I think they still got experience. They got a lot to prove. And you know what having a lot to prove do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you do the impossible. But you got to prove it. You got to prove it. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! (laughs) Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that's my topic. What you got on the West? Coming out West. This is going to be fun, man. The West is loaded. The West is the the West is scary, and it's gonna it's gonna make for a good year of basketball. But uh, let's start at the bottom. Last time we started at the top, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. You can't have two teams. Why not? It's my fucking list. You're right. Okay. Number eight. That was easy. Yeah. Sacramento. I like Sacramento. Good young team. Uh, someone we spoke on earlier, Trevor Reese is over there. Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got the good young uh, Fox. Europe up, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Man. Crazy talent. Zero to 100, that's what I call it. Um, you know, Sacramento was a team that plays with a good pace, and I think they're ready to turn the corner. I think, obviously, adding veterans like Trevor Reese is going to help that team uh, mm-hmm. from a maturity standpoint and understanding standpoint, but they got a lot of talent over there. Um, and then I have also in the eighth spot, I have the Pelicans. You know, I think they have a great mix of young players in Zion and, 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 a, and a few other rookies they got. They got the good veteran pickups uh, like J.J. Reddick, uh, Favors, Drew Holiday. Uh, you got the Spurs completely out of there, I left man. the Spurs off, and it's tough. Ain't that a bitch. With DeMar and LaMarcus, that's tough. 
But Damn. I'm saying they very well could be the ace seed. You know what I mean? Well, we could talk oh, about okay, Fred three. No, but I'm saying that there's someone I feel like they could fight. It's going to be in that that seven eight range. So you got triplets for the eight seed. <laughs> Excuse bless me. you. <laughs> and then, you know, also Dallas. Dallas That's is how someone you know, that could be down there. You got for the eight seed. You have to bless it. To me, and hopefully, you know, people understand where I'm coming from. This my seventh team is the Warriors. We love we. That's our home, but don't love the Warriors. Mad. You know what I mean. But I think it's going to be a season where fans are going to have to understand. Uh, I think Steph's going to have a great year. I think Steph's going to be in the talking for MVP again. But I think, like I said, I think this team is just looking to you know continue to steadily improve, uh, build chemistry with the new players we mentioned earlier. You know, Kali Stein and Chris and the rookie pool, finding out who those guys are, you know, checking out the development from the young players they got to play last year. I mean, obviously we know what Draymond can do. He got a nice contract and rewarded for ching, ching. how talented and, and what he up. does for that team. For real, right? Let me hold it. Let me hold some, bro. Dre, don't say that because you know Dre. Dre really would. Let, you fact, let me say this. Dre, send me a watch. <laughs> Just plain Jane Rolex or something, Dre. Go on, send it to me because when last time I asked for some jerseys, you saw me shoes and all kinds. So let's see how this works. Plain Jane <laughs> Rolex. That's all I need. But anyway, yeah, so I got the Warriors at seven. Like I said, I think when Clay comes back, they're a team that can be, they're going to be a scary weather, and then they're at five to eight range, even four range. They're just going to be a tough out and a team that has veteran experience, and it's crazy to think some people think they won't make the playoffs, but they're definitely going to be in the mix. I got them a little low just because I, I want them to conserve energy and understand that it's, it's a marathon this year. Shout out to the Warriors, too. They got picks that was in the new arena. Do they? Yes. Shout out to the Warriors for that. It's always love for the Warriors. You already know that. Six, I got the Rockets. Uh, you know, we both believe that Harden and Westbrook can work. Uh, they got a lot of great pieces. I think Dan Tony's on the hot seat. He's got to make something happen. He's been, he been on the hot seat. But he got a cold ass, so he's been putting the fire he's a, out. He's, so. he's, he's the worst, best coach to get a job. <laughs> he keep a job, don't he? Crazy, because his style of play off. Dan Phony. That's what I call him. Dan Phony. At five, I got the Nuggets. This is a young team. Um, exciting team. Team was a top in the West, but I think they snuck up on teams last year. They're not going to sneak up on teams this year. Everyone knows how talented they are. With Big Fell in the middle, uh, you know, they're young wings coming up. It's interesting to see what Michael Porter can do this year. Uh, someone, if healthy, is very skilled. Mm -hmm. You know, someone that could be in rookie. He's on that Ben Simmons shit. Yeah. So he's a rookie this year because, you know, he didn't get a chance to play last year. So someone that could really be integral uh, in their success. For Portland. Portland has been a team that has been collateral to, to, to the Warriors' success. You know, kind of the Warriors have big brothered them a lot, but very talented. Obviously, you know, the homie Dame. Shout out Dame for Shout his album. Dame. Big Dollar. CJ and, you know, Coach Stotts. Whiteside. Whiteside's a big pickup, you know, and they can get, uh, what's the other guy that broke his leg last year? No, uh, I know Kitch. Nurkic. 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 I know who, yeah, but Nurkic. he was he was having a, a hell of a season. So they're a team that I don't know. Like it's it's I, I think they're a piece away. You know, I think they're one piece away from really contending. They got rid of Turner mm -hmm. in Portland and got Baysmore. No, but they know it wasn't nah, him. That's not that's who not else did they no, get? that's not a good name. Baysmore can shoot, but he Baysmore you can solid. cross him over in the phone booth. Base more solid. He can be uh, guarding you right there in the phone booth, and you can cross him over. He's still going to hit the window. Hey, J.R. Like, Ryder texted me, man. I've been trying to tell him, man, when are we going to do his story? Shout out to J.R. Ryder. Come on, man. Easy Ryder. I sent him, I seen a little highlight of him. Uh, Smoke something, bro. Where you, you at, know. man? Smoke you something with know. your boy. He crossed someone over, made him fall and step back. So, now, yeah, shout out uh, Easy Rider. Let me look who to see who uh, Portland has real quick. Portland? Um, Baysmore is not the answer. I love I mean, he's a cool guy. He can shoot it left hand, but he, he can't guard nobody. 
And then uh, some nights he can't hit a house if he was in the kitchen. White side, so, baby. I don't know. Uh, Bazemore is not the answer. I don't think Bazemore is the answer. White side, he, yeah. can, he can help them. Yeah, White side could definitely help them. Um, White side can help them. Anyway, moving on. You know what would have been good? Joe Johnson would have been good there. He would have been a nice fit there. In Portland, man, that would have uh, given them that big guard that can score. They can, oh my goodness. Melo, Melo's good anywhere. Church League, <laughs> Lifetime Fitness, uh, wherever you want to, NBA, he'd Sierra be a good Canyon, fit. wherever you want to bring him. He's going to be great. Sierra Kenny. Well, I don't give a damn where you bring Melo. Melo going to jab anywhere. your ass to death and pull up. He's going to be great. Yeah, he's going to be great. We'll touch on Melo a little bit later. Let's get back to the list of Lakers. Lakers are, are an interesting team to me. And I think, uh, you know, the expectations are through the roof. I think everyone, even though it's a, it's a new team, expectations are championship. Chemistry is going to be key to them. Chemistry and health is going to be key for that team, I think. You know, that coaching staff bringing in really that young team and having the respect, you know, because last year I think they lost they lost respect for Luke. I mean, you could tell, and it, it was a train wreck after that. So, you know, that coach staff coming there, getting that respect, their chemistry getting together and, and, and finding everybody's role, and they're going to be a scary team. I got Utah, too. Uh, you know, for everything we mentioned earlier before we talk about them, very talented team. Mike Conley is going to be, you know, someone that, 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 that could possibly take them to the next level. And to me, the best team in the West is the Clippers. You know, like I said, a team that's completely bought in on that chemistry concept. Um, and then you add two players like Kawhi and, and Paul George, and you got Doc there. You got everything you need to, to not make it your town, but to, to get you a championship. I'm going to start at the bottom two. I don't have the Jazz making the playoffs for two reasons. Hold on. I, you just told me... It was good for me to have them at two. On your you list, yeah, but then not on my list. That's your list, not mine. Didn't you just say this is your list? This is my list. Okay. Right. Okay. Two reasons. I hated playing there. Hated okay? playing there. Hated it. They had great fans, though. Damn that. Some racist fans, Second great reason. Fans. Do you remember this? I'm shooting a free throw. Second round. That's this guy has a life-size cardboard cutout of me in a jail uniform because I had just been in trouble the year before with the cop under the goal. With the cop How the fuck am I going to hit a free throw and I'm in prison under the goal? Like, I'm shooting free throw, but I'm arrested under the goal? How I can't make that shit? He had that big-ass sign and they let him keep it. I will never forget that. I talked to the guy recently. He tried to invite me. He actually invited us. He invited us to a game last year, He invited us to the game. He still has the sign. That's what we're going to do one day. We're going to go to the game and sit with that guy because he still has the sign and all that, too. That would be pretty cool for sure. traveling pod. That's what we own. But they not on my list. Sorry. I got the Kings at eight. I'm just a Fox fan. I think this little kid is taking his team places. Uh, Trevor's that glue guy to a lot of teams. We know the experience and the, and the positive attitude and the, and the veteran leadership Trevor brings to, to a team. I like the Kings at eight. Seven, I got the Warriors. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm a Clay Thompson fan. I know what Clay means to the Warriors. I know how big he is for this team. Not having him is a big hole. That's going to be hard to fill. I got the, I got the Warriors at seven. Six, I got the Spurs. Greg Popovich, he's still a mastermind. Got Tim Duncan over there. Hopefully he'll help LaMarcus Aldridge figure out how to be a dominant big man on defense and not just offense. Learn how to go left and not go left, uh, left shoulder all the time. Expand his game. I got the Spurs at six. I think uh, they'll, they'll, they'll shock some people, especially with Greg Popovich. I never underestimate him. Five Nuggets. We talked about him. Great young team. Got a lot of pieces. Uh, had a lot of success last year. Don't ain't really sold, but I know that they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference. That's why I got them at five. Four, Rockets, of course. Those two guys can gel. From four to one, that can go any way on my list because if the Rockets can come out and if we can actually see a triple-double Russ with a 30-point James, how could you beat that? That's ugly. You know what I'm saying? They could easily be the best team. So I have the Rockets at four now. For three, Trailblazers. I think Whiteside is going to be big for them. 
I, 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 a lot of people don't don't know how good Whiteside could be, but when you have two dominant guards like CJ and Dame that can create plays and score at will, having a big man uh, dive into the paint and cleaning up everything on offense and defense, at the front that's going to be rim. something. And then when, when, when Nurkic come back, them two guys playing together along with Dame and McCullough, that could be special. I got Portland at three. Of course, two. Clippers, Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, Montrez. I got them the best defensive team in the league. If they don't, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a letdown. They got they got guys that they got two might be the two best two way players at the guard spot in the league with Paul and Kawhi. They can score anytime. Uh, we know the team gonna jail. We talked about that. The sky's the limit for this team. If they can stay healthy. Uh, they could easily be at the top of this list, but I got the Lakers for the simple fact that at one, the Lakers at one for the simple fact that AD. AD could have been MVP the last three years if he wanted to. I think AD is Tim Duncan on steroids, like I said before. Tremendous talent. Man, tremendous he can talent. do it all. You know, and if he, if he can stay healthy. It's the key. He's never had a LeBron James. It's the key. You know, if he can stay healthy. Arguably with, the best player LeBron's ever played with. By far. No, I mean, you got to think the way, uh, you know, they had Dwayne Wade. And Kyrie was good. I mean, Kyrie yeah, and Bosh. Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm saying a lot. We know we stand as far as big man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm saying the best shooting overall. guard he played with was D Wade. The best point guard he played with was Kyrie. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying overall player. Overall player, it, it might be AD. It might be AD. Yeah, AD. If he can stay healthy yeah. this whole season with with having the burden taken off him a lot, with having LeBron, with having a solid point guard, a floor general like Rondo, with having a, a guy that we all respect, who we all love on that sideline, and Jay Kidd, it could be special, man. Uh, playing on the, in, in, on in the big city, on the big time team like the Lakers that he always wanted. Why you keep just looking over special. Frank Vogel when you we talk about Coach Union say you just mentioned the assistant? Well, the reason why I say that is because I'm a realist. And if me and you was on that team and we had a serious game, in-game basketball question, I'm not going to Vogel. I'm going to J.K. <laughs> Facts. So this is all the smoke, and I'm going to give y'all all the smoke. They not coming out the game, going to Vogel, asking Coach, should I do this? Fuck that. We're going to J.K. Hey, we really He's been, been here. Giving them. We've He's been a Hall of Famer. We've been real, they won't hey, say that to y'all, but I'm going to tell you. That's hey, the truth. We've been real political this first kind of half hour, 45 minutes of the show. Fuck that. that. <laughs> they go, J.K. is really the coach. They got Vogel on, uh, as the face right now, but they are going to be getting coached by J.K. Shit. If, okay, let me ask you a question. What? Frank Vogel and J.K. walk in the gym. Who the fuck you going to hire as your coach? What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Underscore stack five, S-T-A-K-5 underscore, send, no C. Send all questions and comments and, and how you feel about what he just said, because yeah. that's his feeling. Yeah, that's how I feel. To him. Shout out J-Kid. I, I, Vogel's cool, but I know, and the only reason I like Vogel is because he does hold players accountable. But I know from experience, when you coming out that game, you got a basketball question or you seen something on the court, you going to go to J-Kid before they go to Vogel. Trust yeah, me. You're absolutely right. I just like the way you say it. You say it better. I did. That was the first time I said something without stuttering, too. All right, so we got, so in the East, we both got the Bucks. In the West, I got the Clips. You got the Lakers. All right, who do you see in the Eastern Conference Finals? Eastern Conference Finals, I'll go Bucks. I'll go Bucks 76ers. I mean, okay. I can't see it getting better than that. That's what I want to see. That's must-see TV. <laughs> That's what I want to see. What you think? I can't even argue with you on yeah. that. I think Bucks 76 will be the Eastern Conference Finals. But I got 76ers come, going to the Finals. Mm. I got the 76ers going to the Finals. Who you if, got? If Simmons is the Simmons of this summer, they might win this motherfucker. He might fuck around and win. You know what I mean? They might win the championship. The summer. What you got on the West? Championship. West. Well, Western Conference Western finals. Conference Finals. I think it would just be really dope to have a battle at LA for the Western Conference Finals. 
you know, and I think that's something later that we'll touch on in the show. But I think I'm going to have a battle of L.A. for the Western Conference Finals. I got the battle of L.A., of course, because that's what everybody in this room, in this world, wants to see. True. The finals in L.A. I mean, the best two teams on paper. I mean, it would be great to see fucking the Rockets and the Lakers or somebody because it'd still be entertaining because they were like, how the fuck did Russ and James figure it out and Chris Paul and James, you know what I mean? So all that would be great. But the championship in L.A. to see who owns Staples Center to go to the finals would be great. Who you got winning? I got Clippers coming out. Of the, I got Clippers coming out of the West. Who you got coming out the West? Defense win championships. I got to go to Clippers. Clippers too. So we have a, I have Philly versus the Clippers in the NBA championship. And you have the Clippers versus who? Bucks. Bucks. So who's your champion? Clippers. I got the Clippers too. Clippers got too much for the Bucks. I, so well, 2000. You seen last year. Kawhi single-handedly slow Greek freak down by himself. Just imagine having Paul George and Montrez to help you. Beat him up. Beat him up. So 2020 predictions, NBA champs. We have the LA Clippers. The Cliggity Clips. Y'all hold it down, man. Make us look good. And Lou Will just dropped a new album. Check it out. What's your thoughts, man, on Melo? You know, this man. is something that's kind of died down a little bit, but as two guys that played against him and know him, what is your outtake on this? Is, has he been blackballed from the yeah, NBA? Has... It's, 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 the same, it's the same situation they did to a lot of players. They put him in a situation they know he's not going to succeed, make it look like he can't play no more, make it look like he's a cancer, and just push him out. And once they get you to that point where they you're a cancer or you look like you're, you can't play no more, it's a... Text that's sent out to every team. It's a, it's a, it's a mass test that's sent out to every team. Every, every team CC. Don't fuck with him no Don't more. fuck with him. That's what it happened mean. to AI. It happened to me. It happened to a lot of guys. And it's definitely happening to Melo. Melo ain't, ain't, one, ain't, ain't a company guy. He's never been a company guy. You know what I'm saying? He's going to speak his mind. He's going to march to the beat of his own drum. And they don't like that at times. You know? And it ain't no question. If anybody today say that Melo is not better then 60% of the players in the NBA right now, they're a damn lie. No, and crazy. it's personal. They're crazy. Melo definitely belongs in the NBA, and he, he's def he definitely got blackballed. It ain't a secret, man. As, as good as this guy is, definitely a, a for sure Hall of Famer. Oh, one of the most talented scorers the game has ever seen. Ever seen. One of the hardest players I ever had to guard, hands down. Someone that could do everything. The one thing that I will chime in from a standpoint of he could have played a role in his own demise was not accepting too much pride. Too much pride, not swallowing that pride. And I can't speak on what it's like for someone to be as talented, a Hall of Famer, and then kind of slowly throughout your career, you know, we were able to play 14 years apiece, but coming down your ear, uh, career and kind of having to adjust from being who you were at one time to fitting a role of a team. And I think that's what Melo had a hard time with. But you know this too, the NBA will make you think that your game and your body is done before you're actually done. Can't nobody tell you how your body feels and where your game is, but you, no. right? It's situations. So you're right, right, right. So like, like today, like somebody came to me and say, Dad, Jack, you had a great champ. You did a great year in the big three. You, you belong in the league. You a damn lie. I couldn't run up and down that court one quarter. Half court is where I belong. Mm -hmm. Melo belongs in the league. And there's no way that anybody can sit here and say he doesn't, bro. Right. So it's obvious that it's bigger than basketball with Melo. And people might not want to say it. We know people in the game not going to say it because they're trying to protect certain shit or try to protect their teams or their organizations. But it, it, it's easy that it's been a mass tech sun around the NBA and to everybody. Do not fuck with Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony is wrong because he's gave a lot to the this game. He's a future Hall of Famer, 
And most guys at that caliber deserve to go out the way they want to. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's probably been the most disrespected Hall of Fame player we've seen on the way out. Right. From an NBA standpoint, but then just the the, the way fans talk. It did you know, AI the same way, crazy, though. Crazy, right. Same way. Crazy. I was thinking, you know, if he could have went in, like I said, this, and to get back to my point, the only 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 thing that I didn't like when, when the things were happening was – you know, if you just accept that six man role, whether you you think you, you you know you should be starting or not, but if you go in and just buy in for what the team is about, mm-hmm. you know, you got to think if you're if you're six man, you're playing against the second or third best player in that position when you're when, when uh, you know uh, when you get in the game, you're gonna dominate. You're gonna the, the offense is gonna go through you, and then you'll be playing at the end of the game. I mean, that's what matters. You know, starting whoever starts, that's whatever. However you feel about that, but it's about who who finishes the game. You and, know? That's, and that's the gene he doesn't have. You know what I mean? We had that gene naturally. Just having an understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, but we weren't the level of superstar he was. So I, like I said, we can't speak to how hard it was to swallow, uh, to how hard that pill was to swallow or just to have an understanding, okay, shit, they don't need my, you know, they don't need my, what I used to do. They need me to, you know, fit into this role and, and to help this team win. And I think that's the only, like I said, that's the only knock. Granted, I can grudge you 100%. I think he's been blackballed. I think he should still be in the NBA. I think he's still one of the most talented players. I just think him not really buying into what teams wanted. Yeah, he didn't have the cause. Yeah. Hurt him, for real. Shout out to Melo. Shout out to Melo, man. Do you think he's done? You think J.R. Smith is done? You think these guys that, you know, I see working out still and, and putting in the hours and the time because they do have the talent. But like I said, you could throw you know Jr. in that category. Um, it, as far it, it, as it, it, it just bothered me that you guys can work out, but you can't get me on your team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, he's got a lot of friends in the NBA, like that, and, and like like. But I think that might say something though. You I mean they, they got a lot that, of close but damn friends? That, but damn that. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna put myself in Braun position. I'm gonna put you in Melo position. I'm I'm straight. I know I have pull on the team. I know they blackballing you. I don't give a fuck how I look. You my brother. I know they fucking over you. I'm gonna give you a job just cause. Just cause, you know what I mean? Because I know they screwing you. I know you're not getting a fast shake. And I, it's some guys that have the pull to do that. I don't care how it look. Doc River signed his son. How that look? Gave him thirty million. How that look? Mm. So speak on. Damn it. that. You know what I mean? Damn that. Nah, nah, nah. If it's your brother and you care about him and you see how they doing him, why not help him? Regardless if he black, white, green, or whatever. If he your brother and you care about him and you see him getting the dealt a, 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 a bad hand, hand. and you can hand. help him, why not help him? I, I can't rebut on that, bro. So I think we're both in agreement. Then that he he probably won't get a he chance to play. He blackballed. He blackballed. He's done. I hate to say it, but it's, it seems like they're trying to do my boy J, um, Jr. Smith the same way. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I hate to say that up. because he belongs in the league he too, still man. Still got like, game. Jr. got so much game left. So much and game. To see him to see him going through that just because he's not being who they want him to be. He's being himself. Yeah, we all make mistakes. Yeah, we all fuck up. Everybody has. I love Jr. because he owns it. Anytime he make a mistake, he owns it. And the fact that they he's not he's not what they want him to be, they want to push him out. You know what I mean? I hate he got to go through that. You had a situation similar. You know, I, I was luckily I was able to walk away on my terms, and not too many people could really say that. But you know, I saw you uh, on your way down. It still had plenty of game, and 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 you found yourself without a job. What what, what was that about? What, what? It was hard because, like you said, you know you still can play. No you question. know you belong in the game, and you like know I was you excited get... when the Clippers picked you up. You know, I was like, like Jack, that's someone that could definitely help us. After that situation, I knew I wasn't because you know the whole Donald Sterling situation. I made the song about Donna Sterling with Scarface, uh, America the Beautiful. I knew after that, but the way it ended, like I was, I just started playing well. Chris Paul break his hand, and it's a business. I understand that, and they came to me and told me we need to get another point guard. So we got because I was on the tender at the time. 
So I understood that, but I knew at that point basketball was over for me in the NBA-wise. I had no idea the big three was going to come and none of that. So I thought basketball was done, but I was fine with it. 14 years, it wasn't expected. I was fine with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it doesn't feel good to be pushed out of anything right. where you know you belong, where you know you paid your dues, where you know you earned it. It wasn't given to you. You know what I mean? And to be pushed out when you know you had still had game, it, it, it hurts. Because that's just like, I've, I can tell you what it felt like when I got suspended for the Malice and the Palace those 30 games. That's exactly what it felt like. Like the, it, it's the, the game is taken from you. What you've been doing your whole life, what you love, what you know how to do best. They just take, just take the air out of you. And when I knew that, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I accepted it, but I knew I had to go move on from it. But it mm-hmm. hurt. It hurt. Yeah. No, for no, no lies about it. it <clears throat> you know, I was fortunate to be able to, to play as long as I wanted and step away. You know, when I felt I was done, uh, you know, after 14 years, so I could, but I was completely at peace. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was a situation where I just felt like I was missing too much time with my kids and going through the bullshit with my ex at the time. I just was ready for what was next. You know, business started doing well, the, the stuff I invested in and, and started prior years ended. So, you know, I was someone that retired and was cool, didn't care about playing basketball no more, but still could watch it, you know, talk about it, teach it, coach my kids in it, go take my kids to games. I, I, I didn't miss it. I, I, you know, I didn't feel the need to want to be back on the court. That's why I knew I made the right decision. Like like you said, we was never supposed to be there to get 14 years to, mm-hmm. to, to make, you know, the money we were fortunate both enough to make. Champions. Both to win a ring. It was a blessing. But, you know, for those guys that, that aren't feel you know, that haven't come, that, that, that still feel like they should, and they should be in the NBA, you know, for them not to get a chance to be in the NBA, I, I couldn't imagine how that feels, and I'm sure it, it, it eats up at him, man. So I hope... You know, he he comes to peace with that, or or he gets a chance to to big to, three, baby, to come on down. If you is you know, it's, it's for guys who really love playing basketball. But it's a great like, sign though, because he comes out there and kills. I mean, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson you know got I mean? a good look. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Melo will kill in that too. But Melo you know, will kill. If that's Mello... for guys who just love playing basketball, though. I wish I wanted to shout get out, out to Q. I just done. I, I, yeah, shout out to Q for real, big man. Three. Shout the, out Jeff. The fact that you know, what I mean, that shit is a feeder system to the NBA now. That's a great, huge right know, here, right here in the states. Shout out Ten to weekly. Q. Shout out to Q for what you did. Let's talk about who 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 are some people that we want to have on the show. Who are some guests that we want to you know my top make two. A, make a call out to right now. I got three guests who I want for who I definitely want to show mm-hmm. my top three guests: Snoop, mm-hmm. Two Chains, mm-hmm. and Wayne Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's guys who we both know. That's guys who I've got years of relationships with. Wayne actually got a song coming out on his new album called Ballin' Like Stack Jack. Okay. I haven't even heard it yet, but he called and told me, so I'm excited to hear that. We got to get the song on the we show. We got to get the song on the Wayne show. Wayne is making the intro for this show, right? Him and 2 Chains want to make it, so we got to talk to the higher-ups about gotta, that. We got to, yeah, make, we got to make that happen. Yep. You know, Snoop is the homie. You know, we do my foundation year together every Snoop year. Just, I, I, when I went home, he just blessed me with a care package out of this world. As he should have. Oh my, thanks Uncle Snoop. Well, so I can't call him your... Uncle, we the same. Thanks OG Snoop. Can't call him OG because we about the same age. No, Snoop is. A, we put you. Are you pushing fifty? Nah, I mean, we close to it. He ain't like he's ten years older than us. He's like four years older than us, right? Oh, he might be ten years older. I mean, you a little older. You got a face full of gray Snoop's already. Not fifty. He's. I think he's pushing fifty. Forty-seven, forty-eight, ain't he? I'm not mistaken. I'm about six years. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't matter. D-O-double-G. Right, come on now. The D-O double. Still out there on the football field doing his thing. Um, Getting double doubles in basketball games. Winning MVP, showing up late, coming in there playing him. Chuck oh, Taylor's. Boy. He really out there playing like Will Chamberlain played the shoes that Will played in. Now, Snoop think the game like us though. 
He got a high basketball IQ. Question. He got a high basketball IQ. He's an athlete. Uh, so those are your three mine. I just want to get into good conversation. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I, I definitely think, uh, you know, I was over at ESPN the other day and and, and think I locked in Stephen A. Everyone saw my that's, story. That's going to be the show. It's going to be a good one, man. That's going to be the show. That's going to be a good one. Another person I think who's misunderstood. And good I've job been, with that. And I've been. Oh, and hey, I, and I've been. top. Don't leave me hanging. Oh, my bad, bro. Good job with that Stephen A. Shit too. Yeah, we're going to try to lock that in. Another yeah. person that I've been critical of, but see his see where he's going and kind of just think he needs some OG guidance is AB, Antonio Brown. Yeah, man. I, I think, think if we can get him in here, that would be big. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think we see him kind of some free game, self destructing right in front of us, but got so many. He's still young enough to, you know, I'm a fan. To Huge fan. I'm a fan. Huge fan. You know what I mean? And I wasn't a fan of the blonde mustache. That was weird. That sh that shit was super weird. I wasn't a fan of that, but that's I love AB. I'm a yeah. big time fan. Super Can I get game. a jersey signed? Yeah. Something like that. So AB is someone that we definitely want to get on. I want to get like Sean King in here to oh, talk some social justice. Who? I just thought of one. Sean King would be awesome. I want to get Sean King, but yeah, I want to talk and get on the social justice stuff. Who else? You don't have to do three. Don Nelson. No, we got to go. See, if we get Nelly, we got to go. We got to go to Maui. And go get on the Nelly Kush. Showtime. We need to head out to Maui. Yes. And film this. It'll be a legendary sit down. Me oh and Jack, goodness. we can tell all our We Believe stories, and they're wild as fuck. And this is not Nelly from when he was coaching. This is Ponytail Nelly now. Long Ponytail Nelly now. You're going to like this, Nelly. Yeah, Nelly yeah. would be dope. Who he's, else? He's more in our world now. He, I think he'd been in our world. No, he, just, he was more, he was beers and cigars. And Crown. Remember, yeah, have, that's not our world. He used to have 10 a.m. cups of Crown in, yeah, in his just, coffee cup. Yeah, and his dog. Yeah, smoking a cup cigar. Of his dog, too. His dog had a cigar. What was his dog's name? Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky just come to practice and shit on the court <laughs> in the middle of practice. <laughs> Fuck Lucky. <laughs> Fuck Lucky. Fuck <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, who else? Like, that's my whole thing. I just Sean want to have a great time. Sean King would be Not dope. only that, he's going to educate the shit out of us. Yeah, there's no question. I follow him. You know, I'm a big supporter of his movement. His what about push. ladies, though? We just said no ladies. Yeah, I agree. You know what I want to talk on, on some real shit? I want to talk to these Instagram models that bounce from athlete to athlete and have like a real conversation with them. Well, let's be careful which ones we invite because I might have been one of them they <laughs> from, okay? <laughs> okay. You have to be careful with that. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not, mad, know, I'm not judging they might, either. They might be on Instagram. Yeah. They might have some bodies. They still look good. Yeah, I just want to have I a conversation. Look. Like I want to I I be educated. I want them to, you know, game me they on train what they're Yeah, huh? I just want to know what their thought process is. I'm not knocking the hustle at all. Like I want to, because it's a real hustle now. Right. I would like to have a conversation with them. I think I would like to have. We you know we need we need to have Derek Fisher in here. Since we Absolutely not. It's not gonna go. It's not gonna not? go how you planned it. Why not? Because I have, don't have a fake bone in my body. I, you don't have to have a fake bone with me and him are cool now. Word? Yeah, I ain't tripping off, bro. Oh, I thought it was beef forever. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know, I got. Well, it's beef forever with me. <laughs> <laughs> shit. So we got to get you. You do we shit get... like that once, you'll do that shit again. Just who's the next victim, motherfucker? <laughs> who's the next victim? Nah, I don't trust your ass. Don't bring that motherfucker on my set. Hell nah. It's good, it's good vibes only. We don't want no him, Tony Parker. Don't bring none of the motherfuckers around there. Talk to your girl as soon as you close your eyes and go to the bathroom. Nah, bruh. <laughs> we don't want them on this set. Sorry. Somebody else, no D fish. You're sick, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, what's, what's a female that I would like to talk to on the show? I, I would have to say who. I think Lauren London would be dope to talk to. Ooh, Lauren London you would know, be awesome. She's been the homie. Pick her you brain. know, we've been knowing. Yep. I met Hell Lauren. Boy. I met Lauren when I was about to go in the NBA, and um, you know, became friends. It became friends over this long haul, and then you know, her journey through her career, and then 
her situation with Nip and, you know, she's a dope chick and she's been really strong through all this shit. I think it would be good to... You know who I think we should bring? Who? Kate Hudson. Let me tell you why. Like she she celebrated with us when we won. She was at our house. She's Jessica partied Alba, with us. Jessica Alba, too. Her and Jessica Alba. They can tell stories about that night that we probably don't remember. Man. After Nothing. we had one of the biggest games of my life. I had 33 points that game, too. Game six, like, that was... The, clo- was, the closeout was great. game. That was a great memory. Remember the rest of that night was crazy, too. We went out, and then we went and smoked with Snoop that night. I, I think I wanted to tap out that night. I didn't because I had too much we, pride, we but going, I think yeah. I wanted to, because that's the first time I seen somebody do that. Yeah, roll it, hit it, pass it, roll it, hit it, like roll another He's one. He never hit there. the same blunt twice in hours. And it got ugly. Like, why? And there wasn't enough of us in there to really go in that kind of rotation. It wasn't. But and I think he tried to put us through initiation real quick. You know what I remember, too? Remember I had the party where he performed? Mm-hmm. Snoop, you took my PlayStation. So in your rider, it said you had to have a PlayStation in your locker room with a whole bunch of snacks and stuff. We put all the snacks back there, and we put the Xbox. You wasn't supposed to take it, bro. He <laughs> took all my games, my controllers, everything. That wasn't, you was just supposed to be enough for you to play, bro. I need my Xbox back today. I just thought about that. We got to get him on and talk about it. I need my Xbox, fam. Anyway, man, shit, that was a good run for the day, bro. Man. Day one. Signing out. Episode zero. Yes, sir, we did Rough it. run. Hope you guys catch this. Hope you enjoy it. We're here. We're going to keep getting better. We're going to keep bringing some real shit to you. Keep talking about sports, life, Shout culture. out Showtime. Shout out Showtime Sports. Love man. to everybody. I wish I could do all the emoji fists in different colors, but I'm dark as fuck, so I can't do it. But love to everybody. You are black as fuck. I'm glad you know it. Anyway, see we'll see y'all next time. Peace. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown? Sleep tight stories.